1: Hammer Time, my name is Phil Whelans and compliments of the season to all of you. Uh, with me this week uh, to celebrate our uh, our uh, draw, uh, our pair of points, uh, one of the second of those points has just been gained by the Hammers, uh, it's uh, as always Jim Grant. Good evening. Hello Jim, everything all right? Hi. Yes, very good, thank you. How are you settling in in your new home? Uh, yeah, really really loving it. it yes, yeah, very nice. good. Any good Christmas gifts? Um.
2: Not really. We went very low key on on gifts. In fact, in fact, uh, in the immediate family, we didn't really uh, we didn't really do gifts, right? Uh, as as
1: such, you know,
2: uh, other than token little things. So, uh,
1: like um like like uh, Scrooge, like yeah. Scrooge didn't do didn't gifts do for Christmas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, also joining us this week it is legendary sports journalist and now internet sensation Jim Monroe.
0: Hello, Jim. <laughs> All in one lifetime. It's 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 amazing. What a life you've lived. Everything. How was your Christmas? Uh, Very West Hammy. I have to admit, Um, Mm -hmm. my lads benefited from a black away shirt and a few t-shirts and some tracky trousers, and and lo and behold, I got pretty much the same. myself so i think my wife is as uh, has lucked out now that we're both diehard west ham she doesn't have to worry about thinking she just Excellent. has to go to the club shop once and she's <laughs> yeah.
1: club website sorts you out brilliant yeah. um we have literally the the final whistle has just blown on the southampton game so i guess we'll talk about this uh, our pair of drawers um <laughs> misses uh, uh possibly folding folding the first draw into the second draw, uh, but interesting um the internet was a torrent of uh, fury and abuse after that last game. Uh, yeah, it was. It was sort of extraordinary. Um, you know, the hatred directed at Moyes was, I haven't really seen anything like it. I don't know if it's like a, you know, just anti-Christmas mood, uh, uh, but it was very <laughs> strange. I think it's
2: stated a point that I made quite a few podcasts back, um, which is... It wouldn't take. It will not take much at all in the way of poor form or a few kind of um, dodgy results for everybody, for for the majority, a very large majority of West Ham fans, to turn on Moyes because I don't think fundamentally, deep down, he's liked. Um, No, um, You know, I think I think people have really struggled to shake off their. Their view of him as a kind of another Fat Sam dinosaur style English, British uh, manager. And I think, you know, people like kind of confirmation bias, you know, as soon as something happens that confirms their preconceived set of ideas that they've argued in the pub. About Moyes being, you know, an over-defensive kind of dinosaur, one team selection and one forty-five minutes of football that confirms that view. Yeah, out of,
1: yeah. Out
2: of like a year, almost really. Yeah. Um,
1: there was there
2: was one. Uh, very uh, there quick to jump on it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Jim, have you ever seen any of this uh,
0: uh, stuff? I've seen a lot of it. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, you can't avoid it. Um, I think. The, the whole Ben Rama situation with uh, a lot of impatience as to the fact that everyone wants to see him starting every game, um, uh, when you add in the fact he then brought in Mr Noble to play that sort of yeah. very un-Noble-like forward 10-type position, just exacerbated everything. Um, yeah. and just gave, yeah. as Jim was saying, fuel fuel to people's fire. But I think, you know, as we've said before, David Moyes has earned the right for a bit of patience. And we've seen with new look what he did with Jared Bowen. He didn't put Jared Bowen in the team straight away. He, he assessed huh? him for a few weeks and then gave him his opportunity with Ben Rama. You know, he's, he has given his, uh, his recent, um, explanation that the Ben Rama does need to hold the ball a bit better and keep possession a bit better. There is a counter argument there, of course, that Ben Rama does try so many runs that of course, he's going to lose the ball more than other people. Cause yeah. he's the one who's actually bursting forward and trying to get into those positions but we've got to we've got to trust the coaching staff they see what's happening on the on the training pitches they can see how yeah. things play out you know we've they've got us to the position where we were in that awful position precarious position back in the last season and they've pulled us through uh, yeah. in a big way and we've started this season far better than any of us expected yeah the last few weeks have have got troublesome but for me, the big problem uh, isn't not it's not just it's Sebastian Haller. It's There's no alternative to Sebastian Haller. We've never been yeah. able to bring someone else on to, yeah. to, to just shake things up a bit. So, although we've got all these fantastic fast players and good ball players and everything, it, without an alternative up front, it's made us a bit too predictable in that area. And Haller, bless him, is just like wandering around like a newborn <laughs> deer, stumbling yeah. all over the place. And... You know, it doesn't. It's not changed. It's not improved. No, so, no. I, no. I know I'm probably I'm monopolising the conversation here, but just if we're looking at the transfer window, which is obviously very, very close to us now, I don't care about any other position. We've got cover for other positions. Just get in a second striker. Or I'd say a second striker. Obviously, Antonio is like the main striker. We need someone else to to act yeah. as his sub and replacement.
1: What has happened to this Zande Silva guy? Is he injured?
0: He was injured for a bit, wasn't he? Yeah. I think he
1: was injured for a while, yeah.
0: Hasn't he? Uh, he's only just come back. But, yeah.
2: Yeah. And the under-23s are having a nightmare season, aren't they? they, they, are they?
0: Uh, yeah. They're they,
2: getting beaten everywhere, yeah. Um, well, they got promoted, didn't they? And then it's, it's a bit tougher in the league they're in now. But... Um, I, I, I just going back to the the kind of you know the the, the attacks on Moyes. I mean, don't, don't I don't I, you know I saw that team selection and my heart sank. I mean, I think you know we could all see <laughs> that it was it was it was not going to work um, with Noble um, uh, and and uh, and and sort of a, 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 a young right back as the as the as the as the left wing back. You know, I mean, um, mm. it, it was it was it was obviously going to be problematic. Um, but you, you've got to put it in the context of having to manage, as we've said before, a thin squad, uh, over an you know, intense period of games. And to be fair to the manager, you know, he's always criticized it, not changed it. He did change it at half time And, you know, we got, we got back into it and mm. it, it's slightly unlucky not, not to win the game. I think in the end, although yeah. a draw was a fair result,
1: um, well, a better cutting edge up, up front might have won both that game and this game. You yes, know, we absolutely. had spells in this game and we were a little bit profligate in front of goal, which always happens. But, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, just to, you know, cap it off. I mean, they really, Jim, as you said, this, this spell with uh, Moyes at the helm has involved mm. him shoring us up, uh him acquiring uh, two excellent players in his first transfer window, uh, finishing last season very strongly, starting this season very strongly. And that has translated it, that has translated to, we've been very patient with Moyes, but I mean, our our patience is about to snap. It's just unbelievable. It's like an alternative Uh, universe. It is, yeah. idiots are living in that these well, idiots living in. and you know the ben rama thing is like he hates him we're not go- you know people are going we're not going to see him today he hates ben rama he's not going to play of mm. course he played him played him for half an hour um yeah and he
2: made us better didn't he he did well he did quite well when he came on he, he i mean the you know the substitutes improved us and we were we finished that game although there was a little spell of possession they had in front of our our team um, you know, we finished the last twenty minutes
0: of that game. We were the we were the stronger team and looked the more likely to score. I thought. Um, yeah. With the, um, as you say, Jim, the substitutions. We we, we certainly can't criticise the substitutions that were made because they they all had a positive effect. Um, well, I, and I think Antonio did I, more in 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 ten minutes than Allaire had yeah. done the entire game. Yeah. And yeah. I, mean, I i start i'll be honest i started that game with the lineup we had thinking well if we get anything out of this game we're going to be lucky and i i got more nervous as the game went on because as, as it went on i thought we could actually win this um, yeah. and then Ben Rama did have that opportunity towards the end which he you know yeah. he, he could have tucked away so you know, I, I think that second half performance it's almost been like a bit of a Bit of a way that we've started matches recently. Away at Leeds, we were a bit slow in, yeah. in, in getting going, and then won it. And obviously, away at Chelsea um, was a bit of a worry because we slipped into that old West Ham thing of one nil down, looked like you can get an equaliser, and then all of a sudden you've lost three nil. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. doesn't happen again this season. But you know, we've we have been a bit slow in starting. Mean, slow out the blocks.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Brighton, mm-hmm. this game, very much so. Um, but Chelsea, you know, we we dominated the middle hour of that game, I thought. Yes, you know? completely, completely. Passed
2: them off the pitch for a, a long spell of that game. But and uh, again, it's, the, it's the finishing, isn't it? It's the final. Again, I thought tonight, you know, so often crosses don't beat the first man. No.
1: Or they're yeah.
2: over here or somebody just, just takes an extra touch in the box that they I, don't need I, to take, you know. It, it's yeah that that's the big area, and that's been the way for a while now. That, that we we lack that that kind of cl- clinical ruthlessness in the in the
0: in the box. You know, um, I sure little... what surprised me. Sorry, just so one other thing that surprised me as well is why in the last two matches have we started trying to play short corners and short yes, free kicks really when we're we profiting so much from okay teams are aware of, of how strong we are in the box, but make them panic. Just bang it back in there. You know, that's it's yeah. worked for us. Why, I think every single time we've tried to play a short free kick, it hasn't worked. Well, or no, at Chelsea, no. uh, obviously, well, Rice was um, just offside, but
2: last minute of injury time, we didn't knock it into the mixer again. I mean, it was, it was no, yeah. very strange,
1: wasn't it? A
2: really weird choice, you know, mm. very um, strange, yeah.
1: Yes. I mean, you know, it is a worry that we start so sluggishly in these games and we really did look like we were going to get sort of mullered 7-0 in this game today. But um, we, mm. you know, that we let them sort of play in front of us. And uh, I mean, actually, they didn't. I mean, I know they had the ball in the net very early on with Ings' uh, marginal offside. But, um, you know, they didn't. I, I mean, they didn't really worry us that much in the last third. I, d- no, I didn't do that. That There was,
0: was I thought, a Walcott Wol- long shot. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the back four was good today. You know, um, Dawson came in and uh, he obviously doesn't fancy Diop, does he, at all? No, no. Um, but um, Dawson came in and was solid. Og Bonner was his usual competent self. Cresswell had a decent game. Um, and I thought, shout out for Fredericks, because he obviously needed to come in Good to give Soufal a rest because he's, he's he really has played every minute since he's turned up. But also, I thought Fredericks need, was needed. A good tactical decision because we needed that pace because with yeah. Malenko in front of him and um, Dawson alongside him, he, he had to he had to cover ground. And I thought Fredericks had an excellent game.
1: He had a really good game. Yeah, I mean, I think we're we're okay on that side. You know, people people have really written Fredericks off for some strange reason. I think he's good. I like Fredericks. Yeah. He was awesome. um, and he's certainly a good understudy to um Foul. So, so, you know, our right side is really sort of looking OK because obviously you've got Johnson in as well. So, in fact, there's a kind of an embarrassment yes. of riches on our right side, our left side, however. <laughs> it's more problematic. It's, uh, very problematic. Although, you
2: know, now showed what you miss when he's not in the side. I mean, he was yeah. up and down, wasn't he? He doesn't always play the right ball or do the right thing. And he's kind of... You know, he, he he seems to go to jelly in front of goal a lot of the time. But yeah,
0: uh,
2: you know, he's making interceptions in his own box and then picking up balls. You know, on the edge of their eighteen yard. He is yeah. such a live wire, and what he gives you in terms of his kind of kind of energy and and uh, dynamism is uh, is something we really
1: missed against Brighton. I'm yes, sure. we really saw that absence in Bright- against Brighton, didn't we? But um, I mean. Uh, you know, to get a point out of today's game, I thought it was very good. Southampton are a frightening prospect at the moment. I think they're really well organised and they're a good side. And they, yeah. they pass the ball well, they keep the ball well, and they, they you know, move it up the pitch with pace.
2: Yeah, no, no. Away points in the Premier League are, are, are always to be respected, as we say.
1: Um, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to say, though, that I thought the man of the match decision which went to Dawson was an odd one because... I just think Socek was amazing particularly in the second half he had an yeah. immense game um, you know I'm lucky I, th- I th- didn't quite get his head right with the chance he had yeah. um, but he was breaking play up. he was intercepting he was getting on the ball he was linking things he
0: was just
2: superman in that second half
0: That's, I thought he was I think he benefited from he benefited from having the faster guys coming on because it, yes. when we had that back four He's having to play really deep. And he, as, as you say, he's breaking things up, but he's having to do it from a very deep position. Whereas he was a bit freer to break forwards um, and was putting himself around a bit more and, and then gave him the opportunity to get into space and, and maybe get his head on some of these crosses that were coming in. And yeah. It, it, he, he, uh, it's almost like he started off looking a bit tired. And then as it went on, yeah. he's, his, his, his little engine started going and, uh, well, yeah, he's like a there. he's <laughs>
2: like a sort of five thousand meter runner, isn't he? Reminds you about those <laughs> yeah. kind of a finish five thousand meter. Yeah, just like kind of just got stamina to go on and on and on and on, um, and but, then but, have a sprint finish unfeasibly.
1: But he and Rice, I mean, it's extraordinary. The the you know for for several seasons under Bilic and then Pellegrini we we had this basically a kind of uh, a Bermuda triangle in our midfield and you know Bilic was kind of sort of shoring up the defence, and you were saying, no, we're losing the ball in the middle of the park. I mean, it sort of started with latter uh, Allardyce, really. And uh, we didn't address it for a long time. We really needed some kind of commanding, at least one commanding midfielder. And at the moment, we have a sort of pair. uh, And that's why, you know, we can talk about how, you know, horrible the Brighton performance was or, you know, whatever this performance was, but we didn't get rolled over. And we didn't get beaten, And uh, it's because we're just a much more solid outfit with those two in the middle and a little bit of pace elsewhere. Bowen takes a huge amount of pressure off us because he'll pick the ball up and run at them with it, which gives the Mm -hmm. rest of our side a chance to regroup behind him. He's got to
2: learn Uh, to get his head up, hasn't he, in the final third, though? He does a little, yeah. That's the big thing missing from his game is he's he's head down and and (sighs) run at people make some poor choices when it comes to it. But I think you're right, Phil. I mean, that, that, you know, it was the glaring week. Time and again, we'd come away from games saying that. We had a kind of glimpse of what it's like to have a really good, solid um, midfielder when Alex Song was good for a while. Yeah. just like kind of suddenly made us much better. And you thought, oh, yeah, that's what you need, really. You have to have that kind of solid kind of core in a team that Rice and Socek now give you. And and the one thing where I sort of uh, disagree with you, Jim, um, about the transfer window... Because I think
0: without yeah.
2: one injury to Sutchek or Rice, and we we're, we're, we look at completely different team. I think
0: they're and indestructible, Jim. And,
2: and, and well, you know, <laughs> they're, they're fine. <laughs> touch wood and fingers crossed and everything. But I I just feel we need someone in not necessarily not, not a, a Craig Dawson version of, of of a midfielder, someone who gets puts himself about is hardworking, uh, fit, you know. Um, just, just as cover, because because otherwise the whole the whole kind of edifice of the team could come crumbling down with, without a, the with a sustained loss of one of those two. I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, and of course, don't forget Mazuaka's disappearance uh, as yes, yeah. yeah, almost a finished. disappearance of a back five. Um, yeah, yeah. one thing I do feel is when we've been playing a back four. We, we tend to hoof the ball out a lot more, whereas with the back five, people have got a bit more time on the ball to pick out the right pass and pick out the runners, particularly when you've got Fournells and Bowen bombing down each flank. Um, so, I mean, that is that is another area you could perhaps look at. I wasn't being facetious when I said that, you know, we've got to get someone else <laughs> in from Haller. I just thought if, if I was pushed to say, well, what's the one area you would want to get yes. someone in? I just think. We've got options in all those other areas, and we just we just don't have that option up front. To, no, to I mean, things I, up
2: a I, bit. T- I totally agree. I do fundamentally agree with you completely about that. We have to, we have to get a striker in. We have got to. Mm. Everyone's saying King. I mean, have you heard anything on your grapevines, Jim? On on <laughs> on anything
0: that might happen? No, I mean, he's someone who's been who's he's had a, a an injury that kept him out for about a month. But I mean, he's. He's played something like nine matches for Norway and Bournemouth this season and has, hasn't found the net. Um, right. <laughs> he's twenty-eight. Yeah. He could. Uh, I mean, what, what we really need is someone who can do all the things that Haller can't seem to do, which is actually keep a pace with the defender. I mean, there was a, a moment in the Brighton game where Haller could have broken through, and you knew he wasn't going to make it beyond the first yard. Um, no. it, you know? No. Uh, I, I mean, he lacks uh, pace. Uh, Josh King might fit into our kind of setup because. Bournemouth played that very fast game when they got the likes of Fraser bombing down the flanks, yeah. and and King and Wilson would be making sure they got into the the penalty area. Um, I don't know if he's the right, if he'd be the right fit for us. But what are the options? There's not a great deal of options out there, to be honest. No, no. But but just one not- other thing I wanted to add. We, we've spoken about how how well the team have done in general, but we're not mentioning the word resilience. I mean, you. You know, that Tottenham draw, uh, that Brighton game on Saturday is the kind of, oh, what day was it? Sunday? I can't even bloody Sunday. remember. Sunday. Um, that, that Brighton game is the, it's the kind of game we've seen us lose yeah. 1-0 or 2-1 yeah. countless occasions. And we kept coming back. We didn't play well, but we kept coming back. Um, you yeah. know, with the Leeds game, you know, we were one down with the 2-1 winners. They're, they're very quick on Sky to repeat the fact that we've lost so many points from winning positions. But we're creeping up the table on winning points from losing positions.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, getting out of that losing habit as as, as Moyes has really brought that to the team. We had those first two defeats at the beginning of the season and then that stopped and we won by four and then by three. Uh, And we, you know... We we go into a game not assuming we're going to lose, even if we're playing a team better than us. You know, we do, we dominated Chelsea, who did end up beating us three one. But you know, uh, sliding doors moments in that in that game could have seen the result go the other way. We were so strong for an hour in the yeah. middle of it, yeah, and yeah. you know, it's kind of chasing the game that caused them to get their final two goals. And you sort of thought, well, yeah, it's got away from us now. But you know, we were competitive in that match
2: yeah i feel all this has happened in the context also of not getting any decisions big decisions going our way i, I almost feel the sort mm. of slight dip in in, in results you know that began with that defeat at home to man united and and that that game turned on an appalling piece of officiating
0: yeah yeah. Um, yeah
2: and again you know I, i'm not i'm no fan of the offside of the um uh, well offside law as it is as well but the <laughs> handball law as it is I'm no fan of that uh, particularly yeah. this, this accidental business you know the, the, the goal that we were de- denied as an equaliser up at Sheffield United was one that yeah. was the most in my view just about the most disgraceful piece of VAR interference that, 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 has, that has been since it was brought in that was a disgraceful yeah. decision um, but having said that you know the ball clearly makes contact, even if it's slight contact, with Dunk's elbow in the box, and it yeah. goes on. He go, it It leads to him being able to kick it into the net. Therefore, um, that goal should have been disallowed. And I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I would want to see that goal stand normally. But what you don't get is consistency. So for is yeah, no. equaliser to be ruled out against Sheffield United because the ball kicked you know at no yards into rice's uh, arm but made no real difference to how he was going to be controlling the ball uh to be to be disallowed and for that dunk goal to be allowed is is inconsistent isn't it yeah
0: oh totally yeah absolutely yeah. um yeah and we look, have been an and also bit. these var decisions sorry i was just going to say with the var that No one was mentioning um, the fact that Dunk had got a full grip of Halla's shirt and was almost dragging Halla along with him. Yeah. Um, It's almost like they they become so obsessed with studying the specific incident that they forget to look at other things that uh, were going on around it at the time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's extraordinary. I mean, you know, there's such a groundswell of um, um, opinion against uh, VAR this season. You know, the pundits... On the on the coverage of football, are just openly hostile to it now and criticising it every week for its um, for everything it does kind of artistically to the game because you can't celebrate a goal anymore because you've got to stand around mm. and see whether he was a millimetre offside, having ostensibly sprung the off, the offside trap, and um, you know so all of those aspects that that it's it's destroyed the rhythm, it's destroyed the excitement, it's destroyed it's destroyed the celebration, but then just it's you know the kind of idiotic um, uh, utilising of it, but but that it then puts, you know, subjectivity back into how you interpret the footage you're looking at, because you know, quite often you're looking at footage where something has happened, and they're going no, no, that didn't happen, like the Lewis Dunk handball, and you're going, well we can see it, uh, and Mm. it happened. But, um, yeah, I mean back to It, it you know, when Moyes really nailed his colours to the mask and started going you know, you're my boy, I'm going to play you sort of every week, especially since uh, Mikhail's injured. And um, he did seem to sort of rally and kind of put in a bit more of a shift. And there's been games where halle has put in a real shift. <laughs> and the only thing that's holding him back is his sort of physical shortcomings, lack of speed, lack of strength, <laughs> lack of awareness, lack of well, a, yeah, a first yeah, touch. Of, but of, but, to, but today I just thought he looked lost. I mean, I, I just, I, yeah. w- I just, I sort of wondered what he was thinking today because, you know, it's one of those, you know, when Fernando Torres simply couldn't hit a barn door with a banjo after being so fantastic at Liverpool, going to Chelsea. And, you know, you felt for Torres because he just couldn't find the target and stuff. And I slightly feel, you know, God knows what I Halle think, is thinking.
2: I think you're right about the lack of I mean, see, he lacks he lacks a football brain, doesn't he? As well, I mean, he, you know, you're right. He's not got the pace to get away. There were a couple of times where a ball was knocked into a channel And you thought, oh, yeah, that's a ball for Antonio. Antonio would get on that. Um, And he was never, ever, ever going to beat the centre-halves, let alone the full-backs for for pace. For a big man, he's not as physical as you uh, would expect him to be. He's got occasional touches of kind of of brilliance in the the box, as as we've seen. But you Mm. think back to strikers who didn't necessarily have great physical attributes or didn't have great pace anyway. Um, who was still brilliant because they had a football brain. So you think of Sheringham, obviously, is, is, the, is the par excellence of that. But but at Dean Ashton, you know, Dean Ashton yeah. a similar kind of build to to Halle, wasn't he? Kind of sort of kind of not quick, but kind of you know not 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 a natural athlete, but was yeah. always in space. You know, Halle never receives the ball in space. He's always got someone up his backside, and therefore very often loses the ball. Um, it's as if he,
1: he's like magnetic
2: defenders are kind of attracted to him yeah whereas, and, fo- and you know,
1: footballs are not yeah, uh, you yeah, know exactly. the ball just doesn't stick to him no. he can't. he can't sort of shield the ball and turn with it or take the ball into his feet and you know just guard it for a second or two as he decides what to do next he just can't hold it up no, he
2: is Carlton Cole, not not Dean Ashton. That's, yes, that's 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 the, that's the end
0: of it, really. Um, yeah, and yeah. he
2: wasn't worth the money we paid for him, very very clearly.
0: No, no, um, yeah. And it, I mean, it, that's it, a huge headache for the club, isn't it? That, it is. That price tag. It's just yeah. a massive headache for the club. What what do you do with someone like that? Is I mean, how how on earth is he going to earn that kind of price tag? Again, while he's playing for us, well, I can't see that happening. So, do you then send him out on loan to a German club? In which case, you've definitely got to get someone else in. But I should imagine he's on a ridiculously high wage as well. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, really so. has caused a problem.
1: Yeah, yeah. we really, um, we um, really spent a long time tracking him down, didn't we? Once the other guy was it Maxi Gomez, didn't work out. Yes, yeah. Alair was mm. the sort of next. Choice and we really had to get him, and uh, so we paid a lot of money for him. Yeah, I'm sure that's reflecting his wages as well. Yeah, a, a loan would probably be the thing to do—is sort of put him in the shop window somewhere, you know, in a, in a sort of yeah. less physical lead league where he might just get a bit more change out of defenders, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, because it's 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 really not working out, and I, I you know, I've sort of felt that just go without a big central man and play, you know, Fournals Bowen and uh, Lanzini or Benrahma up front, you know, when Antonio's not fit. And then Antonio and a combination of those two, you know.
2: Yeah. But you had a kind of, you know, an example today. People started today who might well be, you know, we, we, we really saw why Bowen plays wide right in that formation and Yarmolenko doesn't today. Um, mm. He was iffy, wasn't he? Mm. Um, and um, you know, I, I I felt the one the one bright spark I feel over the last few games is is Lanzini is getting back to being a bit like the old Lanzini, isn't he? Yeah, he, yeah. He, he was he, you know, I thought he was I thought he was good today. Uh, ben Rama ran at people when he came. They they offer two slightly different things when they play in that kind of number ten role, don't they? Ben Rama picks up the ball and runs at people. Lan, Lanzini comes deeper, picks you know find space and and picks passes uh so that's yeah. good to have you know we we are actually quite well covered in that area as well aren't we um, yeah
1: yeah i
2: think four Niles can probably play there as well
1: um, yeah definitely
2: you just don't want noble playing there ever again really no no I'm afraid oh. to say bless him love him though i do uh,
0: i know that's the problem it, it's uh, you know he's been asked to play a role that he evidently can't play and it's It's making people begin to dislike him when we've all loved him for so many years. In terms of, you know, the fact he was one of ours coming up through the ranks, and he's been such a loyal player and deadly from the penalty spot, and all the things that Mark Noble's brought in. And I, I kind of, it's almost leaving a bad taste in the mouth to see him being thrown to the lions. Almost, here's a position you can't really play. To go out there, you've got to try and make it work, and. The amount of times he was like just going sideways onto people and they're just knocking the ball past him and like they've they've gone past him and they're, yes they're in there they're in their half straight away
1: in a way that team selection you could see it you know uh, because he does I think you know I think part of the thinking was he, he is especially given what Moy said about Ben Rama that the ball doesn't stick to it, doesn't hold it up well enough you know no ball yeah can collect the ball, hold it up, often with his 360-degree circle, and then distribute it. You know, he's a yeah. good passer with the ball. But um, unfortunately it slightly went without legislating for what the other sides going to do <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. it's like brighton, yeah. brighton brighton are not a hopeless outfit you know they they've got a lowly league position but they were good last year and um and and have had some good players and have put us to the sword quite a few times with a you know a fair amount of the players we saw on display the other day and i mean they They've got their backs to the wall. They worked quite hard in that game. They will be disappointed to have lost that game, but lose it. Well, they didn't lose it. They drew it. But, but draw they did. And we, as much as, you know, there might be a feeling that we performed very badly in half of that game, we snuffed out mm. the hopes of a team that have really got, you know, the bit between their teeth and are desperately trying to stay up. We crushed their dreams by scoring twice when they scored twice, you know? And, um... So you know that game was not, a, you know, Moyes' obituary, and we now get rid of ah. him and get, you know, someone out and get Sam mm. Allardyce in. It's uh, it's sort of ridiculous to look at it that way. Um, well, what's going to happen if we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Mean,
2: if we get tanked, if we get, if we get, if we get, if we lose a game four or five nil to someone who we think we shouldn't lose to. As it could easily happen, Everton. I mean, you know, they 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 took us yeah. apart in that League Cup game, um, or we get knocked out by Stockport. You know, um, yeah, I think it will be vitrionic again because I, I think people people, as I said, you know, people have uh, have this like it when their preconceived ideas about something which mm-hmm. appear to have been proved wrong suddenly something crops up to prove them right, as it were, prove them. In quotation marks. Don't, right.
0: don't forget as well, Jim. It, there's a lot of people sat at home, very angry about life in general right now. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, yeah. Football, yeah. Fo- football is a thing that gives us some release, and when things yes. aren't quite going how we want them to go, um, where's an easy place to vent? It's on your football team and what's going on around your football team. Yeah, I
1: um, think that's right. You know,
0: football is. We all know how important football is to society and to all our individual lives and things. And as I say, I think just looking at the the, the bigger picture. Um, I suppose it's better that people are getting worked up on social media about the football teams than (laughs) taking out on each other at home. That's a really good point I agree.
1: Yeah I agree I agree. So we have got um, you know another you know, Southampton. Let's let's not make any bones about it. They are they are a really good unit, and we did very well to get a point out of them away from home at their place. And we've uh, we've got Everton, who are also going well, and they are a worry. You know, they took us apart in that um, uh, League Cup game when we put out you know quite a strong team on paper. You know, in terms of the. the price we paid for those footballers, you know, uh, because I think that had Anderson in it as well as Allaire, didn't it? And, you know, I think um, we'll
2: be, we'll be very close to the, I think he might well go to the back three again. I certainly think we'll see Antonio and uh, Bowen start. Um, Yeah. I I think we'll be closer to the sort of the team that started to see or, you know, did well in those early games in the season. Um, yeah. So I think you know we will be nearer to what you might describe as full strength against them, yeah. and I think it'll be a good game. I, I think it'll be a good open. They play a good open attacking style of play. I think. I think you know uh, when we're when we're when we're at full strength, so do we. So I think it'll be a good game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think they. Uh, I mean, everyone knows about Calvert Lewin now, and uh, we do have um, some good defenders in the side. Og Bonner is a good defender. Uh, Dawson looked good. Balbuena might have had a little rest and come back in. So, I think you know. Um, hopefully, Calvert Lewin is going to really struggle to uh, make an impression against them. And um, yeah, I think it could be a. I think it could be a good game. Um, maybe we. Uh, maybe we should go for predictions. All right, Jim Grant. Uh,
2: one one. I think it's going to be tight again. I think we might nick another away point. i will be very yeah. pleased with the one-one. It's a slightly, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: optimistic
2: prediction, but I think we'll do it.
1: Yes, in a sense, even though Southampton are probably you know toe to toe with Everton in form, you know, Southampton topped the division at one point this season, didn't they? Uh, yeah, it, you know, I'm more worried about Everton. Um, you know, I think historically we've sort of not done too badly against Southampton and uh, Everton. Are have yes. been tough for us. Not
0: a happy hunting yeah. uh, no. Jim Munro, I mean, do you reckon we'd won five in a row against Southampton, haven't we? Um, yeah. Whereas Goodison yeah. Park is uh, had many a miserable journey back from Goodison Park in the past. Uh, uh,
1: happy hunting round for Yarmolenko, wasn't it? What we he scored twice. Yes. Didn't we went three-one. Indeed. There? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, But then he was playing in that Carabao Cup match you mentioned earlier, wasn't he? Yes, it? he was, um, yeah. He was one yeah. Of the, I, I think um, uh, JG's right. I think it's going to be as close to the, the full first team as we can possibly get. I think that's what Moyes has had in his vision all along. Um, and I would hope, if that is the case, and we've got as strong a stronger team as possible out um, in the formation that suits us best, That we could at least chisel a point out of it. I was going to say one all, but as Jim's now nabs that, I'll take two two. And so it's a bit more open than perhaps we'd expect, but I'll go for two two draw.
1: Yes, Uh, I don't know what to think. I think I'm going to go for uh, Everton one, West Ham three.
0: Bloody hell! Yeah, I
1: think it's. I think it's. uh, You know, we've uh, we've we've sort of held on in these games, but kept putting. You know. Point by yep. point, points on the board, and yeah, I think I mean, we might, you know, we we yeah. we. There was a time when we were doing very well, and we were sort of thinking, "Well, we're going to lose one of these games, and lose we did to Manu." And uh, and I think we might be looking at point is when 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 are we going to put when are we going to win? When are we going to yeah. put three points on the board? And mean, this could uh, be one. one.
2: Yeah, I think, well, you know, I, 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 it's a good point. I mean, um, goal attempts, you know, it's a consistent, it's been a consistent thing almost throughout the season. We've had more goal attempts than the opposition. Even true today, it was tight, but we were nine to their eight mm. today. Mm. Um, we had more goal attempts than than, than Chelsea did. So uh, not all of them on target. No. <laughs> but um, <laughs> even so, you know, that, that we are, we, we, we create, even if it's just those free kicks and corners, with the, well, those big men in there, we create chances now, um, and you know, you yeah. always fancy us to get a goal. We've we've only failed to score in two of the games, uh, three yeah. of the games now, three of the games now this season, um, and I think you know that's, that in itself is is remarkable compared to West Ham teams of the past. So, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well we'll probably be doing another one of these fairly soon so uh, perhaps I'll wrap this one up for today Um, yeah so but I think it was you know the the fact that we got we got points on the board for both of these games has made it not as kind of disastrous a few days as we thought it would be you know I think I'm sort of certainly happy with the point against Southampton and uh, we didn't get beat in a game we played very badly in uh, against Brighton so you know Mm -hmm. so yeah you know no no reason for you know despondency at this stage so um yes so that's been this week's stop happen time my name is phil Wheelands. with me this week have been jim grant cheerio and jim monroe
0: cheers fellows.
1: come on you irons this is a playback
2: media production get all the associated links for this podcast at
0: westhampodcast.com
1: sports social podcast network